Hey, this is Ryan and Lewis. We are chatting with you from YPA headquarters, the location we cannot disclose. Youth Pastor Anonymous podcast. Um, today's a little bit more serious than normal. What are we going to be chatting about? Um, well, we're basically going to be chatting through the lyrics of the song Same Love by Macklemore. Uh, came out a few years ago, was huge, had a huge presentation at the Grammys where um, Macklemore and, and I think Madonna was singing it with him. And uh, they married something like 30, 33 couples, um, gay couples at the Grammys that night. So it was this huge song making a huge statement. So we just want to talk through the lyrics um, because it's even though the song was out a few years ago, it's super relevant for the thoughts of today as well. I think what I what I struggle with the most about this is I like the song and it gets stuck in my head. Yeah. As I listen and sort of prep to chat through this and yeah and and, um, and get into this, it's. It's definitely interesting um, how you can see such music um, just take such a different path. And and we're not necessarily picking on one song in general, but just culturally relevant um, to where we're at. We could go back to, I don't know, 90s rap and fight the police and yeah. talk about that too. So yeah. it's not that we're trying to single out um, one artist, but I think... I was walking through the mall with my kids when I first heard this song, and I went, huh, this is catchy. And then I'm like, really? Oh, what? Yeah. Did did he just say that? Um, Well, and it also displays a worldview that's so prevalent right now mm -hmm. as well. So it's not even just the song. It's the bigger conversation. Yeah. But I think the song lays it out really well, um, what the the viewpoint is. Yeah. Yeah, like he does a a good job articulating his viewpoint. Yeah. in an artistic way, it, it's just difficult where it's like you're wrapping your full identity into your attraction. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it leaves you more hopeless if everything you see in life is through the lens of your sexuality. Yes. Um, with that being said, we'll chat about this song. We'll chat a little bit about um, youth group life and... And what do you, like, how do we navigate in a world where there's pick your own gender each day and you're attracted to who you're attracted to and and just loving on kids and telling them about Jesus? So let's dive right into it. Verse 1, here we go. When I was in the third grade, I will not wrap it um, yeah, I don't as I do not it. have the skills for no. that. When I was in the third grade, I thought I was gay because I could draw. So... I don't, I don't get that, <laughs> to be honest. I can't draw, and I'm straight, but I, I have straight friends who can draw. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> his uncle was gay, though. We learned that. Um, and he kept his room clean. Wow, this guy's like... Like, are these... Model uh, child. I'm just wondering, though, are clean these room? stereotypes of someone who's gay? Yeah. Well, I think about, like, um, the NFL and... And how it was a big deal a few years ago to draft an openly gay player. Yeah. Um, he played football in the NFL and CFL. And, and now it's like, apparently he should have been just drawing and cleaning his room. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yep. That, that, I don't get it. I told my mom and tears were rushing down her face. Okay, your mom's disappointed. And she was like, but Ben, you've been loving girls since before pre-K. That's probably my favorite line. Yeah. <laughs> I always laugh at it. Yeah. Um, 
Trippin, yeah. I guess she had a point, didn't she? Yeah, probably. A bunch of stereotypes all in his head. And we see that. All the stereotypes seem to come out during this song. Um, and, he, and he starts to add it up. He says, I was doing the math. Like, yeah, I'm good at Little League. So if you're good at baseball, you're, you're obviously straight. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like, he's, I guess maybe what he's trying to get at is the stereotypes of our culture um, fed into his thinking of this. Yeah. Um, so like I'm good at little league, so maybe I'm not gay, but I'm good at drawing and I keep my room nice and tidy. So, uh, maybe I am gay. So he's like using these stereotypes to battle each other. Yeah. And he's like showing his, how it's working out in his like grade three mind. If I, if I found my identity in this song, um, I would be more confused. I grew up playing sports and even though I can't draw, I can play like five or six instruments, so maybe because I have an artistic side. Artistic. I got an A in poetry. Does that... Nice. Does that... Um, I like, know. I had a poem that made a grade seven teacher cry about love. Wow. So maybe... Uh, like, does, should this song then confuse me in my own standing? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think... Uh, just a side note as well. Yeah. I think this is why it's important for um, us to teach children young about things like Mm -hmm. stereotypes we're not disagreeing stereotypes are wrong yeah you shouldn't base things on stereotypes so when we have children's ministries in in church or or we like you have four kids um it's important for us to be like bringing this up with them um in this so he talks about a preconceived idea and then he goes for those that like the same sex had the characteristics the right-wing conservatives think it's a decision here we go This is where it gets deep. Um, And he goes, and you can be cured by some treatment or religion, man-made rewiring of a predisposition playing God. Oh, no. Here Here we we go. go. This is is where the song took off for me, and I was like, okay, let's chat about this. Um, I talk about this song at youth. I talk about sexuality at youth uh, we have the typical questions box and some of the questions that like go in there are um i'm totally on board with christianity but how does that fit with homosexuality yeah um how does that fit with asexuality and like all you know how does that fit with the lgbt community um i think it's interesting how he's anti-stereotype and then stereotypes yes the right-wing conservative thinks it, thinks it's a decision to be Yeah, to be he gay. just boxes us all in right there. So if you're like a conservative, you are this is what you are. Mm-hmm. You have a man-made or you you believe you can be cured by some treatment and religion and that you just are playing god on people's lives. The interesting part is I don't agree that you can be cured by treatment or religion. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't think that there's a magic drug and if you want to talk about, like, predispositions, this just comes back to, to total depravity. Yeah. Like, we are sinful. We internally have this craving for sin. We, we don't have a natural do good, although there's moral standard. And then you could argue, argue where does moral standard even come from, and it points back to God and what is absolute truth. And that argument even becomes an apologetic for the Christian faith. And and I think about predispositions like this. And there's another line that's coming up soon. And I, I'll give um, just a little bit of 
advice as sort of where to go and seek this out to be educated in the conversation. Um, but they talk about this predisposition. I think about that word and it's like, yeah, but what if naturally I love fire and I've become an arson or if I'm a kleptomaniac or a serial killer, are those predispositions of evil, like extreme examples, are those predispositions of evil, according to this song, supposed to be accepted amongst culture? Because who's to tell me that since I feel this urge to act out and steal things, that that's now okay? It's not wrong? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't tell me the way I want to live my life. You can't tell me that I'm going to, if I want to go steal five cent candies from 7-Eleven, I'm going to do it because yeah. that's my predisposition. And this isn't like a slippery slope fallacy either. Um, that, cause that's where a lot of people go when we, when you bring up an argument like mm-hmm. that, like where, where does it stop? Where does it stop? But it's, it is same thing. Like sin is sin. And the root of, of every issue in our life is because we are totally depraved mm-hmm. and born in our sin. And that's where we need, you need a strong theology of sin in youth group as well. Um, the kids need to know that like, we are totally depraved and we are sinful. Um, and then you, you have to give them that hope as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, and we're not saying that, you know, you can just sit down with a psychiatrist for an hour a week and just talk about your feelings and then you'll be, you'll, you won't be gay anymore. Yeah. You won't be this anymore. Um, and, and we're not saying once you just subscribe to this religion and you come on every Sunday and you get no. baptized and that's going to fix you. Or but, like send your kids to gay camps. I think yeah. those have to be the stupidest thing I've heard of. Like, what? Is that a real thing? Yeah. And like the whole accusation that pe- religious people are going to pray the gay out of you. It's yeah. like, I'm I'm sorry. It, no, we want we pray like, that God will change our hearts. Yeah, this comes down to and they and then he talks about playing God. And I think it's very ironic that this community would talk about playing God when there is transgender issues going on where they are unhappy with the gender that God has given them. Mm-hmm. They're unhappy with that, um, so they claim predisposition one way. And then a physical disposition that they have, they're changing. Yeah. Um, but don't play God because that that's what the song says that we shouldn't do as right-wing conservatives is play God. Yeah. Um, on to the next line. America the brave still fears what it doesn't know. I agree. Um, I agree in the sense that people need to be educated on sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we do fear what we don't know. It, it's This isn't a problem that's new or going away. Um, I, I don't have an issue with this line. Um, it's the next line that bothers me. Yeah. And, and it goes, and God loves all his children is somehow forgotten. So the quote that, that God loves everyone is forgotten. How? Like especially the way he follows up. He goes, God loves all his children and that's forgotten. Yet we paraphrase a book written 3,500 years ago. And it's like, if you, if you read that book referring to the Bible, you will see that God loves all his children, sent his son to die on the cross for them to restore what like original creation to mend brokenness mm-hmm. um and like it, it's just so such a far stretch and 
and it's wrapping your identity 100% into your sexuality and then just boxing out because America fears what they don't know. Yet, if he knew God's love and knew the Bible and, and understood the life transformation that goes on through Christ's redemptive work on the cross, like, like he's uneducated in that. And so it's interesting how he points fingers of everybody else doesn't understand it. And mm-hmm. so they judge. And then the next two lines are like, no, you don't get it. Yeah. And, and the, the other thing is it's once again, a broad uh, painting with a broad brush of the group of the right wing conservatives or whatever. Um, because we like us personally as well. And many in like Christian in the Christian religion would say God loves all people. And that includes people who identify as gay or transgender Mm -hmm. or or whatever. We're not saying that he doesn't love them, but just like, um, if I, if we'll go back to your example, if I had a problem with stealing, I was a kleptomaniac, like God loves me, but he doesn't want me to live in that sin continually. Um, and he hates that to see people living in their sin. Mm -hmm. Um, and once again, that's why Jesus came to set us free from our sin Mm -hmm. so that we don't live in this sin any longer. Yeah. Okay. Verse two, we start to agree with some stuff. Yeah. If I was gay, I would think that hip hop hates me. Have you read the YouTube comments lately? Man, that's gay gets dropped on the daily. Um, you become numb to what we're saying. Our culture founded from oppression, yet we don't have acceptance for them. We call each other um, some mean names behind the keys of a message board, words that are just rooted in hate, yet our genre still ignores it. Um, Gay is synonymous with being less. Um, And this is about the point where I stop agreeing with this verse. I I am 100%. Like, pastors are 100% against cyberbullying and using derogatory words like you you can't call kids the names that are in here you you can't call kids gay and <laughs> and and so i don't disagree with what's being yeah and i would say i don't know if this is like i don't think it's as common today but at least when we were growing up saying like oh that's gay was synonymous with that's stupid yeah um but now with this, what's going on now, like, I don't think it's as common anymore, but totally we should be speaking against this. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember growing up and saying, oh, that's gay, that's gay. And my friends were saying, that's gay. And we weren't using it to be derogatory to anyone, but we were using it as just this term to say that's stupid. Um, and then I, at a point in my life, I realized, wow, that's really that's really offensive to people. Yeah. That can be really offensive. So so that's when you stop saying it. And I don't know if this is a huge problem anymore, um, but I would like that's the thing for us as youth pastors is when we hear kids saying things like this, like, oh, that's so gay to mean like stupid or even just saying that in general. I don't know if there's a good way you can say that no. um, without being derogatory. Like we need to be calling it out and, and saying you, you have to choose your words wisely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's interesting to me. Um, <clears throat> he tees off on cyberbullying. Yes, it's because of the song and the way the song's written. It's it's surrounded about sexuality, but he tees off on it. And I'm like, yeah, you. I, I hate the fact that upon cyberbullying, there's also the fact that you can hide behind a keyboard or the latest iPhone or Android, and you're like, and there's the whole sudden nudes movement, mm-hmm. 
and then it's like you screenshot, and then you're slut shaming, and like uh, cyberbullying, any bullying, it, it's it's not acceptable on this level. When like talking about all this, like I, I joke in some sense that our culture is a bully or be bullied. There's no in between, mm-hmm. and yes, there is a little bit of that, um, but that doesn't justify that bullying is okay. Yeah. It, it doesn't justify that. Well, I think this is, once again, for youth ministry, where we yeah. need to be constantly bringing up the social media, cyberbullying, because it is so like prevalent in our culture today. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's definitely someone in our youth groups and in your youth groups um, who come across this all the time, whether it's a comment on Instagram or people are literally messaging them, hate things. Um, yeah, we need to be talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then he goes off and it says, it's the same hate that caused wars from religion. So again, we're I think we're going to go into like the Crusades, the, Crusades. Um, the KKK aspect of things. Like we're not justifying any of these um, religion wars. It's any of those movements where you're oppressing somebody or killing somebody, um, genocides, that, that's not cool. Um, and it, and it's sad that we have to say that that's not cool. Yeah. Like, that's that's the harder part. And then he goes, gender to skin color, the complexion of your pigment. And then this is where I'm like, okay, gender, sacred. Sexuality is sacred the way God created it. The fact, um, there's a few things I want to talk about with this. And he goes on to skin color and it's like, uh, yes, you are born with your skin complexion, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where, if you get on the YouTube machine, um, search out Ravi Zacharias. He has a great response to um, how sexuality and race, how different they are. Mm-hmm. And he justifies it very well. And I won't spend I, too much time. Yeah, and I would yeah. just also point out, like, that's super offensive to a lot of people. Yeah. Like, uh, people who remember, like, in America, all the marches for, for equality for, for black people um, and, and all these different things. There are pe- people still fighting for things like that today. Mm-hmm. That's super offensive to just, like, associate gender and skin color and say we're going through the exact same thing yeah. that, that they went through. Yeah, it, and I don't know. It's, it's hard for me on that one. Um, yeah, gender to skin color. I think the hard part is is the churches who have bought into um, homosexuality being fine. Mm-hmm. And, and just to take a moment on that, if you go, okay, what is marriage? What does marriage illustrate? Well, marriage, like we see illustrations that um, we're the bride of Christ and he's coming back for us. And, and I'm like, yeah, but what if, what if I want to be Christ's groom? And we can have, and then all of a sudden, am I, am I Christ too? Like you start pulling on enough strings about marriage and a man should leave his wife, like leave his parents and cling to his wife and, and all these things, you start pulling on those strings and it all falls apart. Mm -hmm. I I don't understand how churches go. It's just love. It's like saying, well, since it's not fair that people would go to hell and since God's love, everyone's going to be saved. No, what's not fair is the fact that 
God sent his son and we have an opportunity to go to heaven. That's, that's the not fair aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes on and he says, live on, be yourself. Yeah, I agree. Be yourself. <laughs> um, be what you're intended to be in creation. Um, like we, we pray that God finds you, finds these kids we're dealing with and, and begins to restore them. Um, And then he goes, when I was in church, they taught me something else. If you preach hate in the service, the words aren't anointed. Um, That holy water you soak in has just been poisoned. Well, we don't use holy water, but no issue. Uh, When everyone else is comfortable remaining voiceless, so they're just saying the the majority is silent, so don't worry about it. You can preach whatever you want. Um, The pulpit is not an area to take shots at people from. I want to know what church this guy went to. Yeah. Like, Like, (laughs) let's figure out where this guy went because, like, this is a... Um, the way they went about these issues is completely like messed up mm-hmm. for sure. I always think of this in the sense of, I've talked to youth kids going, I would be thrilled if a large portion of the, our youth group was from the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and know why? Because we're called to love on kids. Yeah. We're called these half the time. I feel like kids are only gay or identify as gay because they can be accepted easily in that community um, because it's protected. It's a safe space now. And, and, and it looks like you look at that and you go, well, youth groups should be a safe space. Mm-hmm. And this is where you sit into a theology that's very easy and go, you know, people don't change people. Like you said before, like you can't be cured by some treatment or religion. People don't change people. God changes people. And resting in that is a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where for yeah. the youth pastor as well, when you're preaching, like you have to give them the truth, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't and skirt we don't, it. We don't shy away from that at all. Like we we call sin, we call sin, sin. Um, but the, the, the issue comes when you create this culture of hate so that when someone who's gay or someone who's different mm-hmm. in any way comes into your youth group and they're completely outcast because they are that way. Um, we want to bring the truth and we want to challenge kids um, with, with sin and to turn away from their sin. Um, and once again, we're, as youth pastors, youth leaders, we're to be bringing this message from the Bible to them. And God's the one who changes the heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, verse 3 talks about pressing play, moving on, marching, and all this human rights activists and um, basically kids suffering because of this disposition they have um, and how that at some point um, the world's so hateful that they'd just rather die. I. What do you say to suicide? Like, Suicide, depression, mental illness is struggled by beyond the gay community. Mm-hmm. It's not exclusively, no, you can't commit suicide because you're not gay. Like, yeah. this is a struggle that's universal amongst whatever your sexual preference is. Like, this isn't something where you just claim it. Oh, this is our community. It's mm-hmm. like... Well, and definitely he's working within the context of, of being yeah. gay and the LGBTQ thing. But um, this is something so much bigger than, than just this group. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's used as like almost an apologetic for yeah. the LGBT community. Um, but it's in so many things like cyberbullying we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Like 
kids are committing suicide because of cyberbullying. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's a horrible thing. And yeah, the world is full of, of hateful people and stuff, but that's the, the message we're literally giving at our youth groups is that Jesus came to change that and to bring love into the world so that people turn from their sin and their hate and follow him. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. He goes off against government, no law can, you know, oppress us and, and it doesn't matter what your birth certificate says. And, um, and I love the way he ends verse three and he goes, whatever God you believe in, we all came from the same one. Well, yep. He, he's got that right. Yeah. He yeah. Came from God the same created God. everything. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good on job. board. Um, and so he says like strip away the fear that's underneath. Um, it's all about the same love and it's time we, we raised up and, and a movement was started essentially. Yeah. And it's like, uh, we're all from the same God, but the, the thing is we're all broken. <laughs> like there's unity in both those statements yeah. and our brokenness is expressed differently. Um, he goes to that again, the course of the song, I can't change even if I tried. No, you're, you're right. You can't change, even if, no matter how hard you try. Because people don't change people, God changes people. And then, ironically, the tag of the song and the way it ends, um, I don't know if it's a mockery or an embrace of First Corinthians. Yeah, I can't like, tell. I'm That's not what's sure. also confusing about this whole thing, is it's um, constantly telling us, this is what Christianity is, yeah. this is what church is. This is my experience with church. It was so horrible. And then we get to something like love is patient, love is kind, love is patient, love is kind. And like quoting Bible yeah. verses. And it's it also shows this thing of like quoting Bible verses and using parts of the Bible that fit with your theology or your worldview mm-hmm. and not taking the whole thing and, and actually making your theology based on that. Yeah. Um, as we go, I, I understand we're double the length as normal, but we... Rather than being goofy, we, we thought this was an issue we could address. Um, on youth retreats, do you do you have like the common like open mic sharing time? Um, we do sometimes, yeah. yeah. A lot of it's to, yeah to talk about the weekend and what it's been like, yeah. um, or the weekend. Uh, yeah, we've done it before. Yeah, um, I think about that and these topics, and and I remember several years ago we had a kid come up in front of the entire youth group, and and he came out and he's like, I'm gay at this open mic night. And all of a sudden, the celebration of the things God has done on the weekend became a celebration of his courage and bravery Mm -hmm. and an acceptance. And it was like, I I was just watching um, youth group pieces crumble before my eyes going, yes, we love this kid and we're going to pray for this kid. And you go, hey, I understand this is where you're struggling, but I don't understand what went on that evening and going, we're, we embrace him, yes, we, but the acceptance amongst, like, um, it was just pushed, pushed aside, like, yeah, this is okay, this is normal, mm-hmm. um, it was interesting, and it's like, what type of message are you sending to the other kids? Yeah, um, exactly. Do you have any thoughts or opinions on sort of how to deal with those scenarios? How do we how do we talk about homosexuality without 
bashing it, mm-hmm. but not skirting around it. I think he definitely, like, uh, I, I enjoy, like, preaching through the Bible exegetically, right? I'm just going through a passage, and when it comes up, I don't think you can shy away from it. No. Because students today, they'll, they know, like, when you're trying to, when you're trying to shy away from things. Because they're, they're reading along with you, and they see a passage, like, you could take Romans 1, or even any passage on marriage or anything like that, and they see it right there. And that's the big issue that they see. It pops out of the page for them. So for us to just skirt by it doesn't make any sense. So we have to address it in a loving way. We have to say the truth that Mm -hmm. this is sin. Um, And then I also think we just have to be open afterwards for kids to come talk to us. And that's why it's so important to build relationships in youth ministry and to be open uh, with them as well, because um, they need to feel comfortable coming to you to, to talk deeper on these levels. Like our... 30-minute podcast, our 20-minute our message at youth group isn't enough time to talk about this yeah. issue in, in fullness. Um, and there's so many different variables in this. Um, so we need to continue on with that conversation mm-hmm. um, outside of the message. Yeah. Well, this was episode two of Youth Pastors Anonymous. If you uh, have any advice, thoughts, any links, any um, um, anything that, you know, re- resources that would help, I, I think of... I think it's Sam Albury. Yeah. Um, he's got a great book about this. Is God anti-gay? Yeah. Rosario um, Butterfield. Yeah. There, there are some amazing resources and stories. Jackie Smith Perry, I believe, is her yeah. name. Um, excellent, like excellent, life-changing testimonies. Um, dive into that. Dive into the word. Um, get some good resources and let's open the conversation and don't be afraid to actually have the conversation with kids and listen to them where they're at. Um, If you have any questions, email us ypapodcast at gmail.com. We'll chat with you in a week.